Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome to episode 96 of Another Witch Out Podcast, where we drop the hottest news, drop the hottest trends, and drop our listeners' expectations. What's going on, everyone? Hey, drop listeners. Speaking of, speaking <laughs> of dropping expectations, did you know that 96 is a number that uh, if yes. you flip it upside down... Number facts are back! It's back! It's the same yes. number! I know, really? it's awesome! 96 is a yeah. palindrome? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no... No, it's just no. you flip it upside down, or it's also uh, like, like when you have to like share a bed with your buddy. That's how you have to sleep. Otherwise, it's weird. Ninety six. Yeah, yeah. But that's how butt. Mike and I are going to sleep at WorkbenchCon. Ninety six. That's right. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to mention something here, and I think oh, it's important. It's our patrons. I'm going to lose it. Oh yeah, it's our it patrons. Is. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I jumped the gun. So, so I wait uh, all the, all week for this. We got we got some new patrons, you know. That's all I'm gonna say about that. You guys are great. I love you so much. Thank you for sponsoring the show. So, thank you for checking out the show. Thank you for sponsoring the show. If you wanted to check out how to sponsor the show, you go to patreoncom forward slash another Wishout podcast. For example, Chris Blair of Cab Built, nice hey. sponsor. I recognize uh, that name. Paul Moore. Maybe you've heard of him. I've heard because of him. I haven't. Have you? Okay. Big fan. Thank you, Paul. I think he's the Pope. You, but... Yeah. The Pope's actual name is Paul Moore. Paul, yeah. Paul Moore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's, that's him. You figured it out. Dan figured out who Paul Moore is. Uh, thank, thank you, you to guys for signing up. For sponsoring the awesome. show. <laughs> you guys are awesome. No, uh, big thanks to our, our patrons. You guys are really great. You guys really are what makes this show happen. Well, that and our incredible raw talent. Uh, <laughs> whoa! Where's that cricket sound energy? Ross, yeah, where's the cricket sound? Um, I need to look up. Dan, do you have Yelp reviews in front of you? Because oh, I, I, I forgot. I forgot. forgot about the Yelp reviews. Hold on, well, listen, I'm, I'm gonna stall. Listen, oh, hold on a second. We're stalling. Hold on a second. Real quickly though, I mean, before we can ever, I got them. Truly get into. Uh, You're stalling other- like. I know. Just a start my stalling is so it. bad because uh, my other screen like, just died. You did not the have podcast the soundboard up at all. <laughs> I know you're stalling. I'm stalling really hard right now, Dan. I need you to sing the "What's on My Bench" or the the reviews thing right now. I need you to sing "Black Betty" because my other screen just died and I can't get to the uh, program where I. Oh sound my sense. gosh! I'm really under the gun. Whoa, Black Betty! Bang, oh my gosh! Oh, oh, that was great. Oh, was so great. he peaked twice. It. High school, episode 96. So, so I'm going to add that in and post because this is really annoying. Are you, I don't <laughs> think you really need to. I think that was one of my better Black Bettys. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to see what happens. We'll see. What, I'm going to let the, everyone can vote. by uh, For every new patron uh, means that it's a vote for no. So let us know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I see what you did there. I see what I did. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, there's a bunch of reviews, it looks like. I can't really tell here. Here's one from D. Oh, we already did this one. So Dean here's Martin? one from oh. Ged, GED, New York. This one we actually might have done as well. Hold <laughs> on. Uh, I was going through a very hard time in my life. Everything seemed to be crumbling around me. Then I found AWP. 
uh, I've listened to almost every episode now, and my life hasn't changed at all. I mean, zero change. Nada. So, yeah, we read this one. We have no reviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we made yeah. a t-shirt based wait, off of this. But wait, no. Yeah. That review prompted <laughs> that a t-shirt so good, design. We're going to read it again. <laughs> no, it prompted a t-shirt design. There is a t-shirt coming out. Dan, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I designed yeah. a t-shirt around that review because it was so Whoops. great. It's going to have our, the logo on the front, the AWP logo on the front, and on the back it's going to say... Your life can't get any worse. I think that's a fabulous <laughs> yeah, t-shirt, if I may say. It's great. I mean, I'm and there's going to be one more t-shirt in the store soon. You'll have to see what it is. Go to the store I'm to af- see it. I'm afraid it's going to get flagged. <laughs> no. I want to see as many I've been AWP'd on shirts in <laughs> on Instagram. I I want to order us all. I've been AWP'd on shirts for W. I think that's what we should wear at WorkbenchCon. I think that's what we should be wearing at WorkbenchCon. Just matching shirts every day. Absolutely. We should have Ruckus make a super nice hat. (laughs) Really nice. I've been AWP'd on. (laughs) Workville hats? (laughs) I need to. No, actually, I need beanies. I need need something to cover my ears. My ears. That's Atlanta, though. It's going to be. What's wrong with your ears? It's going to be warm. I got fragile ears. They get so cold. Oh, it's Atlanta. It's it was, probably it like was, it was sixty-five. Chilly last time we were there, just saying it was. It You're was soft. Chilly. I am You're a little soft. soft. <laughs> Thought eating I, uh, Nebraska corn all these years would make it a little harder, boy. <laughs> I, uh, I really. Gosh, do we have a Yelp review? What's going on with you? Yes, we do. I have right one. There. I have one here from James A. He resides in Southside, Fort Worth, Texas, and he says, "Are you a woodworker? Are you into discipline?" Look no further. This hard crew of street professionals will show you how bad you can be. The car- their content slaps where it counts. They inspired me to create my own wood creation. The paddle, my cheese board. Thanks, AWB. <laughs> Thank you, James. Another Woodshop broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was five stars. So we- I I mean, thanks, James. If, if thanks, we ever James. make it on the actual radio, that's what we're going to be. AWP. You mean when? <laughs> when? When? I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Yeah, when we are on Dream Big uh, broadcast. Speaking of that, Dream speaking of that, I uh, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody recently, and I was telling them about my podcast or our podcast. Sorry. Yeah. You know, when you guys aren't around, I call it my podcast. Let's be honest. Um. But they they asked me. They go, uh, "Are are you on satellite radio?" I was like, mm, "No." Yes. Well, maybe so. someday. I was like, mm. "Yeah, maybe someday." It bounces off satellites. Yeah. <laughs> For is those that really who listen what? via Starlink, uh, I'm on satellite radio. Yes, <laughs> yeah. is that really something uh, to strive for though these days? Are people still I using can't... satellite radio? Man, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I just so Sean is like, hey man, I got serious because that's. I was like, what? Right, he is serious. 2011. Yeah, I was like, 2011. <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess you got some good deal on it, but you, it's like Pandora. You can't choose your music. You play a station yeah. and they choose for yeah. you, which I don't. That's and why I like Apple Music. The, the like whole the whole music. grab for that when it came out was it's commercialist radio, but there's still commercials there. It's, I got it free for three months when I got my truck back in January, and it's it's terrible. not ads. It's like it's promotions for their their service, service which you already have. Yeah. <laughs> Real yeah, I mean, weird. It's anyway, it's it's not. It's like I if a podcast was like selling. Sorry, I, I went a off on a tangent. For their podcast, be weird. 
I just want to understand, did one of you guys just log into the AWP Printful yes. account? Okay, that just scared yeah. me. I was like, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're to act. Okay. Uh, anyway. Mike, stop sending quotes. <laughs> Pete's, uh, Pete's getting that shirt ready. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I want that. Go get your I shirts. Get... Hey, Pete, can we do the uh, – I think we get some samples every month. Can you just send them out to us? Like send us to send them to your house yeah, for all of our sizes for uh, the work, get, for WorkbenchCon? Yeah. Don't do it right now. We got a show, but we, whenever you I'll can. investigate. I, yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to tell you my size on the air right now. I just, yeah, no. extra medium, extra, extra medium. I right. was a quadruple medium. I don't know where you're sitting at, but I was a quadruple medium. That's a two XL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uh, Menards XL? boys large. Do you still have that no. Menards shirt? I say. <laughs> uh, no, Dan. I used that to start a fire. I you soaked my that in diesel and started one of my fires. <laughs> I do sleep in that shirt. It's very yeah, big. It, I have an XL. It's how it's I a keep, great nightgown. It's how I keep my tractor from getting soaked from the rain. I cover my whole tractor in my forex <laughs> shirt. I think yeah, it was. I'm pretty very sure nice I sent. That. I'm, I'm pretty I, sure I sent that same size to uh, another another woodworker. I can't remember who it is. I, but I think I think one of my favorite things is uh, there was a guy we used to know, uh, Dan and Pete and I. We used to know him, and he he sent us all some shirts. He had a, a, oh, a tool company. God. And uh, he sent Dan Busty? a shirt that was one size too big for Dan. And I just remember when we were at Dan's house, Dan, like, just hard, like, why did he send me this shirt? It was so big. It doesn't even fit me. He sent me this big shirt. Then I go to Dan's the next time, and he gets me a shirt that's too big. And he's like, well, it's one size too big. <laughs> and I was like, you are such a dirtbag. It was so ridiculous. Like, the literally the thing you went on a diatribe about is what you did to me. And you're like, well, it's just fine. It's fine. <laughs> It was a $6 shirt. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? No, I mean. We get one actually, item per, per month. Three, or, I'm sorry, three items per month, once a month. So, Did you uh, give me one when we were at Pete's for, uh, did you give me a Menard shirt when we were at Pete's? Yeah, I, I gave you a new Menard shirt. When yeah, because yeah. I, I I just found, I pulled it out of my sh- my closet and I was like, oh, this is, my, this is another one. This is almost, is like almost my size. already outgrow it? Yeah, it's yeah, probably it's already XL. too big now. I don't, I can't fit into that XL. It's, it's huge on me, but yeah. I, <sighs> It's it's sitting in the uh, to donate pile. So you like you wore something the other day and you and you were like uh, you sent us a text. You're like I put on a medium and I was like what are you doing wearing a medium? Like we're the I same weight and I'm wearing a large. But I wear yeah, mediums. Yeah, I, everything's a medium. Larges yeah. look big on me. I put on my polo today to go to teach that class and I got to order new coffee custom builds polos. It looked like I was wearing like a dress. I wear medium poncho. socks. Medium socks. Hey ladies, I'm down to medium boxers. Those are crazy. <laughs> All right, well. Don't so, stretch up a size. Anyway, this show what, is a little show? off the rails. I feel, yeah, I feel like who cares? It's fun. Here. Let's just have we're, fun. We're thirty minutes in, and we still haven't gotten to the Yelp review. Is it thirty <laughs> minutes? No, no. <laughs> I not. already read but the I, Yelp review. That's the one. What's up, my bitch? Thanks, James. I think we should do that part. That was my transition on accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna try it again here. Let's You're just uh, gonna shoehorn what's on my bench. Yeah, let's let's get it in there right there. All right. <laughs> I think uh, we'll just go straight to Daniel Dunlap's Woodworks. Oh, thank God I'm not ready. Incorporated. <laughs> I'm never ready. Welcome to the <laughs> I can go first if you want. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't need to be ready. My my go. week's always the same. Yeah. Guess BTs. what, guys? Guess what? What? what Bow ties. What? Working on them. Cranking them out. Feeding the family with them. Paying the mortgage. What's up with that door? I just... <laughs> what about it? What's up with it? I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the client to... Uh... So the client bought hardware for the door i'm gonna install all the hardware but they wanted to buy it special Ooh. from the 
special hardware dealer of some I sort. I am they dealing didn't. with oh. hardware negotiations right now for a door. Yeah, they didn't. They down. weren't okay with Menard's hardware. Whatever. No, that's not what you put on a custom door. <laughs> that's what you put Whatever. on a I shed would. door. I know. <laughs> so I'm waiting, one of I'm waiting for him to bring me the hardware <laughs> before I can do anything else. Uh, once I get the hardware and I get it all installed, then I'm going to build the frame for the door, the jam for the door, and the transom, which is going to be another foot, make the door look another foot taller. Nice. Um, until that happens, I'm at a hard standstill. Last I heard from those clients, they were dealing with COVID, so I'm not oh, going to pressure nice. them too much. Maybe uh, no. <clears throat> tomorrow or Monday, I'll shoot them a text and see if everything's cool. Two weeks um, from now, got it. <laughs> I mean, also the other nice, nice—I guess nice thing or not nice thing, depending on how you look at it—is the fact that they're they're building a house. Like they are building. You're a house. just one part of that project. It's I not am, like a client that's like, "Hey, how's that door? Our house is right, open right, and drafty. Exactly. We keep and, getting uh, robbed." <laughs> from 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 the sound of things, from the sound. Topical. From the sound of things, there there have been. A lot of holdups on on their house build that are not related to me. I mean, that's so I think weird. They've that had supply chain would fall behind, right? They've had supply chain issues from the window people, the you know the framers, you know everything. So I am the least of their worries. So it's prevalent. It's no big deal, really. Uh, the The biggest problem right now is that door has taken up a huge. Uh, footprint in my shop which really stinks um and it it is very heavy Uh, especially since especially since i thickened it up it's two inches thick Mm. now like on the it's 23 dollars and thick 23 dollars amazon (laughs) Amazon eight quarter wide oak doors 23 (laughs) dollars and thick (laughs) barely any veneer on it just cardboard it's no, just it's an flannel. Amazon box. No, it's why, just why, flannel. Why you got to hate on Amazon Essentials? Those I'm basics. wearing an Amazon Essentials Basics. At, you know, it's basics, basics, not Essentials. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been through this. If people were in the pre-show, they'd know that. Um, we do a pre-show, FYI. So, yeah, the, the door is at a standstill. I also have a live-edge table that I need to start working on, but I can't because I don't have the space. Although my friend <clears> Nick <throat> Brim, who used to live very close to me, uh, he Traitor. moved... He's, he's since moved away. He's a little bit of a traitor, uh, but I still love him. Uh, he has offered me his shop space, so I may or may not take him up on that because I do need to start working on this live edge table because this client is expecting this table by the end of January. And uh, what what is that? According according to my timeline, that is coming up pretty close. <clears throat> uh, it's a live edge Hackberry table, but it's going to take some uh, Dude, epoxy because Hackberry's there's some so pretty. It really, really is. Like it's, it really is, and it's going to look really great when I get finished on it. Uh, but you know, again, I haven't even touched that yet. It's just sitting and taking up space in my shop as well. And uh, yeah, like I said, bow ties. I released a couple new bow tie variations of Paduke. I had a few people ask for Paduke, so I I got some Paduke, and uh, I had one one person ask me for like these mega bow ties. They're like mega six inches, six inches. Long, so I call them. I'm calling wow. them jumbo ties. <laughs> That's six inches in Nebraska. Play on words. Jumbo is six inches. Six inches. Anyways, that fish um, is getting bigger, Dan. Six inches. <laughs> <laughs> I have some jumbo ties on my Etsy store. Uh, nice. They're large, large and in charge. Anyway, 
That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to hear who wants to go next. Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. Hello. Um, hello. Uh, yeah, this week's pretty crazy. We got um, we've got well, we got some red oak aprons and your faves. Yeah, that's my shop smelled like poop. Uh, burnt poop after I was done with it. I hate that stuff so much. It's the worst. Poop See, uh, I don't but I don't understand your hate for the smell of that stuff. It doesn't smell that bad. I I've I don't like I think it. zebra wood that the countertop that you just cut smells way worse than that stuff. It it had an odor. It wasn't amazing. You know It smells like I cut up we ended up we ended up milling up the rest of that and it was not it was it milled up fantastic. It was so nice. It milled up really well. It was <clears throat> really nice. And I have a bunch of zebra wood left over now from the offcuts. Um, so I'm going to be doing bow ties. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I got to figure out something to do. <laughs> Undercut. So I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. Eliminate uh, I'm the gonna, competition. Yeah. I'm going to call them Daniel Dunlap's bow ties on the Coffee Custom Build store. No, it's uh, it's going to be good. No. Um, call them Dunlap but, stitchers. CCWW no. bow ties. <laughs> CCBWW Coffee Custom Builds Woodworks Stitcher. <laughs> Ties. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be really original so and great. No, we, we got uh, so we got the zebra wood countertop that uh, I was going to start spraying today, but Sean had to call it sick. He wasn't feeling good, so I ended up working on some CNC stuff and design stuff and wrapping up these red oak apron and bases. The, the apron and bases, we're not doing anything else with it. It's it's literally uh, it's bar top height. It's thirty four and a half inches tall for the legs. It's holding up a marble countertop that's going to be an island. So uh, the client is going to be doing most of the – or the rest of the work. Literally, we just, they just didn't have the tools to mill it. So uh, so we just made that and we did the zebra wood countertop. I'm going to be spraying a, uh, a new finish to me. It's a, it's a 2K polyurethane. It's uh, by a company called uh, – that I can't remember right now for some reason. Um, <laughs> it's is it water-based or oil-based? It's a water-based. It's a water-based Mike, 2K. I- uh, I do. Wanna, I just. I want to interrupt you and ask a question because I asked this question to you. Like genuinely asked it. What does two K mean? Because I feel like that would be something two thousand people to know. Well, obviously. But like, I don't what know does what that, that mean? I don't know what finish? that means. It's 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 a it's no. like the it's like a there's there's different there's like four Ks out there. But there's like, like different kind of. What's the rating know. for it or whatever? I don't know. It's just it's a it's a super. It's so it the stuff I mix. It's going to be a ten to one. With a hardener is ten to one, so it's a ten percent mixture of hardener. So it's with a hardener in it, like it's like yeah, it's a two durable, part. Right? It's only good for six hours. You have to spray it within six hours. It sounds um, more like a conversion varnish. It's like that, but it's a polyurethane, so it's actually more durable than a conversion varnish. Um, it's got a higher chemical rating and a higher scratch rating um, awesome. than either of those. So it's it's really good for tabletops. It's one. Um, it's Diamond Vogel. That was the brand I was thinking of. It's yeah. the I did the, I spray that. So uh, speaking of is finishes, that that Aquinity stuff or is it something Aquinity. else? So it's yep. Aquinity. That, no, Aquinity is not the tabletop two K. Aquinity is like their everyday like low traffic furniture. You know stuff like you could do instruments and uh, you know like a console table, but not like a coffee table or not like this is good for like restaurants like super high traffic. So I had to remake that learning tower, right? I don't know if I told you guys this. I had to remake that learning tower. You guys knew that. Yeah, you told us so that. I, so Target Coding sent me out their new 9300, the new recipe, which it's phenomenal. It sprays better than the old stuff, and it looks better than the old stuff. I don't know if he has a new ambering agent in there, but it's it's got a nice amber color to it. It's not as clear as it used to be. <clears throat> so I sprayed the Aquinity on the learning tower, 
which I will say that stuff sprays fantastic as well. Um, it's a really nice product. But I sprayed the Target coatings on the new one, and the Aquinity is so clear, the it looks like there's no finish on it, which in some cases that'd be really nice, but on the ash, that polyure the the 9300 urethane looked so good. The yellowing and the amber into the ash was perfect. I, I just really liked it a lot. I actually liked the second one more than the first one because of the finish. But having a perfectly clear finish definitely has its advantages in certain cases. But uh, I, I'm going to probably be going back to for like my daily non-heavy-duty usage furniture pieces. We'll, I'll be going back to the urethane because I just love that stuff. It's, and it's good for indoor and outdoor. It's got uh, UV inhibitors built into it too. So it's, it's good for that. Um, but this 2K stuff, I've never sprayed before. I talked to the manufacturer a couple days ago. So it's pretty straightforward. Sand at 180, lay down the first coat, and then uh, 320 between the next two coats. They only rarely recommend three coats. You don't want to go much more than that because it'll uh, make the cure time become exponentially longer. So they recommend three coats. It's like 30 minutes between <clears throat> coats. And uh, I'm going to be trying that out this weekend. I'm really excited to spray it because uh, that's going to give me like, that's a true industrial coating. I'll have to really suit up and stuff. But it's still waterborne and, you know, it's going to be good. Um, but... Uh, doing oh conversion charts by the time this is live except for for the patrons by this weekend i will have the conversion charts listing back up somewhere i don't know if i'm going to do them through etsy this time uh I'm, i might i might list them through my uh margins oh, um i'm trying to keep my margins a little bit better on these because i can't ship through media mail uh, I was told to stop doing that by the united states postal service so uh they you might want to listen wait. to them Wait, they, yeah, they did, I hear about that. Did you get a letter, or did they just? Tell yeah, you I got like, a letter saying you you need to stop sending these through the through the media mail. So, uh, I have to pay for full damn. priority shipping now on those. So uh, that's going to be built into the new price. Uh, but I'm still trying to keep the price down, and losing that twenty five to thirty percent to Etsy kind of hurts on these. There's not like really great margins for me, and I'd like them to be as good a margin as I can. To be very honest, uh, Etsy's going to cut into that. So uh, we'll see. I might just go, hey, the price is going to be this much more and it's going to go on Etsy. So I'll figure it out. But uh, it'll be live. I'll have it figured out by Sunday. Um, so that's the first sheet of that is cutting now. Uh, <clears throat> I have a project that I hate doing this, but I really can't talk about it much. <laughs> I've talked about it with the guys, but I can't talk about it much right now. Um, it's not just – there's actually – it's one – customer that is a great customer uh, that has potentially three projects and one I can talk about. One of them is a table, um, but the other two I can't really talk about. Is that the one that sounds really interesting? Yeah, it sounds really interesting. So um, we've come to full (laughs) agreement on that. Everything is all locked up and uh, I have several units ordered. Um, Very exciting part of it is um, there might be, it sounds like it's going to be going to global distribution. And mm-hmm. Coffee Custom Builds is going to be the sole fabricator of this product, which is uh, huge That's for Coffee insane. Custom Builds. Yeah, it's insane. So um, they're projecting 75 units sold by June, and they're projecting hundreds of units wow. sold by the end of the year. So wow. um, we're looking at some really cool stuff right now. And we're looking at other different model variations of the product, which will involve metal. Um, I luckily, <clears throat> fortunately, have some metal a metal shop I work with a lot in Bidwell. And I have a lot of options there, but, uh, you know, probably going to bring some of that stuff in-house. So, um, Got to keep those margins down. Yeah. I mean, for this 
customer, I'm probably going to be scaling some things if things go how they could potentially go. They haven't gone that way. Nothing's written in stone and we'll see, but it's very exciting possibility. So we'll see what happens. Um, and I've got, when we're done with this zebra wood countertop, which should be Saturday or Sunday, I've got a redwood countertop, which is a 10 and a half foot long countertop, which that will take us no time to knock out two black walnut bar tops. And then a very large walnut dining table. And those are the main things on the docket right now. And then kind of a rush order. I'm making uh, six-foot-tall marquee letters. Those ones you see, they're like the cutout letter and they're block shapey. And they have the lights in them. So it's a marquee letter. So they're six-foot-tall. It's for a wedding. And it spells out love. Uh, It sounds to – it's all out of MDF. It just sounds like a fun project. I wanted to have it on my my resume. So I think it's a cool one. Uh, Wedding planners might like it. Just as a way to bring in more work, I are you gonna take this on? Are you gonna be painting that as well, or is that nope? She's gonna she leave wants it up to, to the it. client. She wants to do it. She, I think there's a tight budget. I t- I priced everything up uh. for her, and she's like, "I'll do these steps. You do these steps to keep." Are you adding the lights, or are they adding the lights? Or are you just she's adding space for off. the lights? Yeah, she's coming to drop off the lights as soon as everything's cut out, and then she's we're gonna position them where she wants them. We'll just draw a circle, and then we'll drill them out for her, and then. Uh, she'll come pick them up after I'm done drilling them out. So cool. it's cool. pretty simple as far as my needs or what I'm going to be doing <clears throat> for it. Um, but No, but it's know, it's something different and that's always it's fun It's different. To do. And it's, yeah, exactly. It was really fun. I'm really excited about it. Like it's going to be a fun little project, just a little different. Um, and then I just got a bunch of acrylic templates lately. People are really wanting acrylic. I had to go pick up another extra sheet. So um, that's been, I'm not really sure. Like I'll be real honest about acrylic templates. I don't know why people pay extra for acrylic templates because they just get scratched <laughs> really bad and they only look good for a while if you're using them a lot. So I'm really happy to make them for people. And obviously there's an upcharge for them. I don't like, I'm not making much yeah, more acrylic's money not it. cheap anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. not cheap. And I'm not like making, I'm not like upcharging and like, Oh, I'm I do like the look of them, but they're, they look yeah, but cool, the but they scratch up high. fast and, and, uh, well, you know, like it's, a lot of people use those templates and they stick them down with double-sided tape. And I've noticed that the double-sided tape can get a little too grippy. And if you're, like, pulling up a template, I mean, there's a, a greater chance of the template, like, snapping in half. With the, with the acrylic with the, or with, with the, wood? With the acrylic. MDF. Oh, with, with MDF? With MDF or acrylic. So acrylic wouldn't mm-hmm. have that problem. Hopefully. Yeah, I could see that. I guess I've never had it. I've never it's had just an more MDF, durable. An MD, in the long I've just run. never had an MDF template break uh, from usage. No, I'm thing. not. I'm not saying I have, but I could see that. You're not as trying a hard enough, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I use them like all day long. Like it's like yeah, a cheap machine for sure. But like, yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, I can see the allure of them. But I was like, yeah, I mean, it's consumable at that point. At a certain point, I mean. But anyway, people, I'll make whatever people want. But people are asking for more and more of that stuff. So, um, and that's just not cheap. It's like a. 120 bucks a sheet or something like that. So, um, yeah, it's crazy high. Um, are you doing quarter inch or three eighths? Half inch. Quarter inch. No, I'm not. Doing <laughs> Wait, I'm for doing templates or? Yeah, for templates, I do quarter inch. Oh, I thought it was thicker. No. That's, I mean, that's what she said. Well, on MDF, I do half inch ultralight, but for mm. acrylic, I do quarter inch. Sorry, I, I was thinking MDF. Yeah. yeah, for MDF, I do half inch ultralight. Um, yeah, I just got a. I got a bunch of them. Actually, I need to get to this weekend. Um, I'm gonna do that Sunday. Get those all knocked out. And I got a small amount. <laughs> Etsy's been kind of slow this week. Uh, kind of last few weeks actually. So I don't know. I have some uh, 
the Forest Service reached out to me. The U.S. Forest Service local here wants me to make a retirement gift, and uh, for one of their one of their guys are retiring, and he's like a novice woodworker. They want me to make him a keepsake box, which is I'm all over that project because that sounds like a ton of fun. They want it to be dovetailed, and I haven't done dovetails on any level in the last year and a half, so I'd really like to do them. Um, even if I end up buying that like Porter cable jig and not doing it by hand, I still want to do them and be fun. I think so. <laughs> is Sean uh, good at dovetails? i bet he probably have sean do it i bet he could do it actually but their budget's pretty tight i kind of just want to do it because it's for a guy who's retiring not like as a huge get the porter cable jig that thing's pretty good you're gonna get good use out of it set it up once and then you're good yeah i I might go just grab that but i really want to do it by hand is the thing i'd like to have like just i'd like to like not work on a saturday and just do the joinery for it by hand that'd be a lot of fun. fun be a nice really nice saturday put on some uh uh, what was the show you hate? Put on some Frasier and do some uh, dovetails. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. OG Sex in a City. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, Pete, speaking of Sex in the City, what's on your bench? <laughs> My own. It's not what you guys think. It's because I live near the city and I have lots of woodworking stuff to talk about. Um, and you got a horse so... face mask. <laughs> yes, that's it. So uh, I... I can't remember the last week, so I just like literally went through some of my stories while you guys were talking to like actually figure out what I did because it's been this week's been a blur. Uh, so, anyone watching the video, there are four beautiful identical printers behind me. I finally got the fourth one up and running. It's working like a charm. Uh, it's a kit, so I had to build it like it's broken down to like every last screw. So I built it over like three nights, did some tuning a couple of nights ago, and now it's running. I'm in full production mode. There's actually if you zoom in on a video, I don't care, know if anyone's actually going to do that. There's a bunch of gripper holders on all of them because I just ran them all back to back to back. Um, so that's been keeping me busy. And on that same subject, apparently the holidays haven't ended because my Etsy has not slowed down. Okay, it has. But like, Dan, what you were talking about last week where my phone just kept going off, that's been mm-hmm. this week. I had like two days of quiet. It was <clears throat> like mid monday to like mid wednesday i was like oh wow like i guess i guess it stopped i guess we're done no we're not done uh, it came back so that's a good problem to have i just like i finally got caught up from like heading out to mike's because when i came back there's just so many orders and then now usps i have about eight packages that are that got sent out last week that are still not scanned anywhere and I know mm. at some point they're just going to pop up in like Kentucky or Florida or something, some random hub or whatever. But like right now they're not scanned and people are reaching out to me and I just like, I'm just waiting for that bad review. You know, it kind of, it stinks, but that sucks, dude. I'm I'm hoping that like I talked to all the customers or at least the ones that reached out to me and been like, Hey, like I apologize. Let's see where it goes within the next two days. If it doesn't pop up, I'll send you a replacement. Um, Have you gotten a bad review but, you know, for, uh, for shipping issues before? Not for shipping, but like I don't think people are going to do that. You know, I think you'll be fine. I did. You never know. But you just didn't you ship it. I'm just joking. <clears throat> no, I did. <laughs> I shipped it within the uh, the allotted time that I that I said on uh, Etsy, and the guy said didn't ship fast enough. Okay, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. And the other that's actually speaking of shipping, my shop is still to this date on the five to seven business day shipping from when I was on vacation. I just pushed it out and I haven't changed it. I just realized that today because I had an order come in and I was like, wait, why does it say shipping in 11 days? Because of the weekends and stuff. Just leave it. So I'm like, hmm, 
maybe I should leave it in like a, I want to, I might bring it down, but I might change it from one to three days to three to five. I think it'll just give me a little more flexibility. I, I'm getting to that point where I can't do shipping every day. Uh, or I can, but it's like, it's really wearing me out. So I, I might keep start mine at doing, three to five. Yeah, I might start doing, I'll still ship them early if I can, but I'm going to try to do every other day. Like today, I did no shipping. Stuff piled up. I have all this stuff. I'm going to, uh, after we get off the show, I'm probably going to start lining them up for tomorrow. I'll box them up tomorrow and get them you out. Think, but. You think that helps drive a lot of sales? The shorter shipping times? I'm sure it does, right? I think it does. Um, people do, people tend to be blown away when they get it in less than three days. Like when they order it and I'm packing shipments cause I would pack them daily for a good chunk of time there. And people like tag me and they're like, Oh wow. They got here so fast. I'm like, well, yeah, one to three days. I mean, cause first class shipping for lighter items, especially it's one to three days. It's super fast. So that, yeah, think, that's kind of the benefit think, of selling lighter items. I didn't really, did we talk about, I didn't talk about it on the show about Matt, right? Like coming on more. Did I talk about that? That was in the pre-show. No. Or that was, oh, I that think was in a pre-show. Matt, yeah. It was in the in-between no, well, show. No, it was in-between show. Yeah. I, I think with him oh, coming okay. on, I think I'd like to transition some of my items to like a shorter ship time and just have him, because that's kind of the goal with Matt, is to have Matt deal with that. Just knock those out, yeah. Cause like, but like some of those things he can't do, like the templates though, like I'm wondering if like I upped the time, like the shipping time to like, what have you, you said, three to five days you said? Is that where you're at? Yeah. It's processing time. So it's not right. so much the shipping, it's the processing it's time. Three to five days yeah. to process, right? If I up yep. to that, because right now I'm like seven to 14 days or whatever as I have down there. Cause I just don't, I never know when I can like get it there. But if I can have Matt just doing that stuff, that'd be super nice actually, if I could yeah. bump that up. I think that would drive more traffic and sales. Probably have yeah. a faster shipping right. time for sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It. Like as I'm growing more, I I I can't maintain that one to three days sometimes. You know, having the four printers is good. Uh, but as I keep adding product, it's just it's getting rough. And like the holidays really clean me out. I'm finally getting caught up. That's why I'm like mass printing like a batch of an item at a time just to try to get those out. And I want to start adding more items to Etsy, but part of it is like you What's know, your number one success. seller, Pete? What's your number one seller? My wall, number one seller holders. right now is the track holders. Ooh. How long sell, does it take one of those machines to print one of those? Print if one of them? If you don't want to answer that, if you don't want to answer that, it's fine. Three it's, hours? It's, it's three three hours or so, but it's, I set it and I do other stuff while it does. Right. You know, so you can but get, it doesn't yeah. just print one, you can set it up to print. It, would, it does a, a, a set. Dozen. So it does a set of two. So if I do a set of four, like last night, all of them printed the track holders. It was a seven, and it's about an eight hour print. For two of them or two sets and you know i set it at night per machine and i woke though. up in the morning and they were done per machine so eight hours so per you machine. got eight so all sets of... done no four sets done overnight yep no uh, i got four eight sets yeah eight eight sets yeah because a set is two pairs gotcha so yeah i mean it yeah but like that could be gone and you know because you know how etsy is weird sometimes you'll get like a ton of sale of white one item wow. and get that Sold like crazy. Now the the highest like amount I've made with an item thus far in the last two and a half years is the DeWalt tool holders. I have sold at this point well over a thousand of them. That's crazy. Uh, not pairs, but like individual, like, right, like individual. well over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I've sold hundreds of packs, whether it's one to five, whatever it is, of those. And which is insane. It's like, it's really like, honestly, those alone paid for all the printers. Mm-hmm. Um, the community has been awesome with that, but I want to, you know, I want to keep it growing. Like I like doing this stuff. People keep asking me like, Oh, make it for this tool, make it for this tool. 
And a part of it is was like I had three printer, printers and I was kind of barely keeping up. So now I'm, I'm in a better spot and I'm already thinking about buying the next two. I'm at that point, which is good. Good problem to have. Um, but also I want to figure out a way to get more higher price items so that I'm not selling $7 items that aren't really like good margins for me, you know, like three, $4 on like a $7 item. That's not really good money to be making. But anyways, that's a whole different conversation. Um, it's interesting. Aside from that, uh, again, anyone watching the video might see a giant stack of filament behind me. I went to a local micro center, which is like a computer supply store. And I, I cleaned out a good section of their filament. I usually buy a box of 12 each time I go. I ended up buying three boxes, which is a good investment. They're about $20 a roll. What does that mean? A box of 12, just 12 Um, rolls? A box of 12 rolls. So one roll, which is one kilogram, uh, Dan, that's metric of filament is about 20 bucks. I ended up getting three boxes of those as well as a bunch of like loose containers of random How many track holders can you get out of one roll? (laughs) It's hard to say, but I like, I don't know, a couple, definitely a couple pairs. We'll say maybe five pairs, maybe more. Five pairs? So it's like $4 of material per each one? Maybe, that's probably a little, no, it's less, less than that. The margins are okay on it. It's just like the, the biggest thing is time and time and time. It's got to be less than four dollars, right? Because otherwise, if you're selling for seven, it's way, no, it's way less than four dollars. It's right? got to be more than that. It's got to be. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It's dumb, dumb time to talk about. It, so. Let's say a I'm dozen pairs per roll. Probably, uh, yeah. Um, probably more than that. I don't know. I, I really would have to do the math. I yeah, just know fine, that the fine. margins, because I I get the uh, like when I export the file, I get like how many grams of filament are used, and it's a thousand grams on each one of those rolls. So I know that I'm getting like a good margin on it. Nice. Um, well, it's all metric. How how do you know what that means? Because I'm from Poland, and that's something you'll uh, never what? have. So oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pro tip: be Polish. <laughs> um, so, anyways, what the, the the whole point was? Supply issues are a real freaking thing because they did not have them available online. Uh, they had them available the day I decided to go, and I went went into the store, bought three boxes, which is three times as much as I usually buy. I loaded up. It was a lot of money. The next day, my buddy sends me a picture that's like, I was like, Jake, he's like, you have you have more filament in stock right now than than Micro Center. And he sent me a picture. <laughs> they were completely out of stock, which means I, I just got in there just in time because they got cleaned out. Wow. So, by you. Well, not me. No, I took like you. I took like maybe a quarter of, the, of what they had in that one color. Uh, so they the just supply got chain out. issues are problems because of people Peach's like workshop. you, Pete. <laughs> yeah, because of those damn foreigners from Poland buying the up hoarders. all the stuff. They took our filament. They did take it. But enough about 3D printing. Um, aside from that, I got to do something that I actually enjoyed this week, and that was I got to tackle a honey-do list a little bit. Yeah, basically, that's what it leads to. Yeah, Mike. Uh, <laughs> that's the end goal. That's the end goal. So, no, I get I got to just tackle some projects with Emma around the house. We got some, like, accessories and mirrors and random things around the house. Because, like, w- we haven't had time to, like, really work on a house. We worked a lot on it initially, and then we haven't really... There's still shelves that we haven't hung up. There's pictures that we haven't hung up. So we got to actually do some of that. And it just felt really I good. I sent you that really make... nice portrait to me, and you still haven't hung it up over the fireplace. It's, I'm really it's upset. It's up in the bathroom. No, it, the it's... you know the portrait of me. Yeah, Come on. we're not talking about the poop sign. We, I don't want to brag, but we have three bathrooms. It's in one of them. Oh, okay, Dan. Okay, all right, everybody. 
It's in a master. Um, but yeah, it was actually fun to like do some honey-do list stuff. Aside from honey-do list stuff, we actually worked on, last week I did the installation in the attic, which, oh my God, oh my God, installation in the attic. Not only did it cut down the noise imme- like immensely, like the upstairs can't even hear when I'm running tools, but I am seeing a significant difference in temperature now. Like when it's freezing out, like really freezing in single digits, my shop stays at like a high 30s which is pretty remarkable uh, considering uh, like a week ago, I had to run the heater for most of the day or most of the afternoon to get the shop to a hot enough temperature to like survive the night. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Aside from that, um, what else? Organized the basement, got a bunch of uh, those black and yellow bins from Home Depot. We got some racks black and, and yellow, we actually try to organize our basement. Today was fun. Uh, my, my hot water heater started leaking in the middle of the day. So I have a person coming out tomorrow and it's like one of those things I'm finally at that point where like I'm too busy to be dealing with this crap myself. I immediately called someone and just having them come out. I can't, I can't play around with it. I fixed our furnace in the past. I fixed electrical. I fixed a bunch of stuff in the house. I just don't have time to play with it anymore. It's like, this is making me more money than my time is worth to like tinker with it for hours, especially on a night like tonight. Um, and aside from that, um, Oh, I, f- I finally wrapped up the ice climbing tool project. All those uh, ice climbing, quote unquote, ice climbing. All those uh, marital aid ice climbing tools that I've made. So those are all finally done. They're all lasered. They're in a box in a corner. They, I think the client is dreaming. Th- this is a consistent gig because they've had it be consistent over the last year or two. Um, but I think they're dreaming about the numbers that they're projecting for next year. Because they're looking to order insane amounts. And I'm like, I'll you know if you need help. I'll, here's what I can do, but here's what I can't do. But like, let's play it by ear. Like, let's see where you guys are going to be because that's the, the numbers you're throwing at me are bonkers. You know, and, but I did get to stand my ground when they were like, hey, if we order like this many pairs of it, can you get us a discount? And I was like, no, no, it's the same amount. <laughs> because I told them, like, it's let, it's, uh, now that I have the process figured out, that part's going to take me less time, but all of them take me a little more labor than I expected. So I need that time accounted for. So basically I stood my ground and we'll see where it goes. Maybe I Good either job. make a lot of money or I, I don't. So that's it. Sorry. That's, that's a, life. Make that a lot a, of money or don't. Or don't. Sorry. Those are, those are good size. Time. Like my coffee on the bench, like a lot of stuff this well, what week. What the heck? Is that a fat what joke? From, what? No, 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 no. It's like you always, you always have a lot going on. Like me and Dan are always like, um, we had Etsy orders and then like we had a coffee one day and then like you're like, I have all this stuff that's going on. So it's true. It's a good thing. You're always I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention that I went and uh, talked to another local like yes, I maker about slash that. You didn't influencer. Yeah, can you talk about that real quick? And I thought they were so they bought kidneys. a, they, they didn't take my kidneys, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> I, I will tell you. Their uh, IG handle is Furniture Flippin' Teacher. It was I'll a, send the it's a teacher. Monday. It's a <laughs> teacher that uh, went full time with furniture flipping, and her and her husband do it together now. Um, anyways, they bought a '90s. It would take travel, two of them, not a travel just to flip them. What do they like? Throw them in the air yeah. and stuff, and like record it. Very funny. No, it's, like, it's a trick shot. Good job. Very, very. <laughs> yeah, it's furniture <laughs> trick shots. We're gonna shoot they this, a, this ottoman across the court right into the basketball. They hoop. bought a. <laughs> Dude, perfect. 
<laughs> they bought a 90s RV and they want to gut it and uh, refinish the inside of it. And they want me to do all the cabinetry work and stuff. So hopefully that pans out. That sounds like a fun project, something fun and different. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see. Man, I was, we'll see. Did Fingers I tell you crossed. Guys, did I tell you guys about that? <laughs> I probably shouldn't say it on the show. Never but about the, the kitchen I was trying to get over the holidays, that refresh? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. I'll tell you off the oh, show great. because I don't want right. to. Uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that here. Anyway, yes, furniture flips. Very cool. I hope you get that uh, cool. the cabinets, man. That'd be cool. Cool, 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 cool. It would be fun. <laughs> no, that would be a lot of fun. That'd be a cool build for sure. Legitimately would be a lot of fun. I wish Yeah. I wish I could get a van build up. That'd be, a, that'd be just a fun project to do. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's very '90s right now, and I was like, "Oh, you should probably call me back here after you got it all ripped after out." You got so it. We can talk <laughs> Get rid of the termites. I'm having a hard time envisioning everything right now. So much orange oak. Anyway, I had a I had a guy. Oh, uh, geez, I don't know. A year and a half ago, want me to quote a doing cabinets in a in a van like that, um, and. I hit him with what I thought was a really legitimate number. <laughs> I want to say it was like six grand or something for a pretty decent amount of cabinets in there. I thought it was a really good number. And the guy's like, you're yeah. out of your mind. <laughs> like he responded, like, no one's ever going to pay this much money for this. I was like, what are you talking about? This is like pretty good price. So, I, feel like. I, th- I thought it was being aggressive. So you low. didn't get it? Is that? Is no, that, I, you didn't get it? I, is that I what I'm get getting? It. I didn't get it. Oh, it's weird. crazy. I didn't get it. So. <laughs> you didn't go with you? That's weird. Yeah, I didn't get it. It's weird. It's, I, I'm shocked. I actually, I wonder... What I wonder, you... like, if he ended up getting somebody to do it. I wonder what the price he settled on was. I, I feel like you know, I really want to know. Only, they're either going to find some dummy who will do it for nothing, you know, and in which case I, I right. don't want the job anyway. It's always that, or or using dirt or bag the, plywood, just yeah, garbage or, plywood. Or the guy found someone who like talked him up a little bit, like a little bit lower than me, and then like he's like, I guess this is the price it is, and finally accepted it. So I don't know. Yeah, but. But anyway, why don't you uh, why don't you announce the giveaway before we get into the questions? Why don't you do that? Oh, that is a good idea. Instead of waiting until the end of the show like last yeah. week. Yeah, that's a good idea. You want to do that? Up. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So if you haven't heard by now, Macbeth Hardwood is back. We're doing giveaways monthly. We announced the giveaway last week, and uh, Macbeth is giving away a Porter Cable framing nailer. I believe it is a FR three fifty mag and that is a pneumatic nailer uh, framing nailer and david miller from dave miller designs on ig he won this week so uh, i got the email sent out to him is he local to you Mm -hmm. i mean in the state i don't know if he lives like near me oh okay local Um, so yeah dave won got the email sent out Mm -hmm. to him we'll see if he responds pretty sure he will I think he enters like every time we have a giveaway. He's so good uh, big thanks to Macbeth Hardwood for sponsoring yet another giveaway. We appreciate it so much. Thank you, Macbeth. You are awesome. Uh, well, then I guess we can just get into these questions we got sitting over here. The first so many questions. The first so many questions. The first one. <laughs> whenever there's one, I'm going to say the first one, and then we'll never do a second one. Uh, the first one great. is from Lee Omen. His name is Lee Omen. And he goes by the omen. And I'm not stalling. I just thought that'd be funny, and it's not. (laughs) Hey, fellas. Lee from Regal Street. I just was wondering if you guys could talk about your CNC maintenance 
we always talk about tool maintenance, you know, keeping bits clean and blades sharp and keeping the cast iron nice and clean. What do you guys do for your CNCs? Since all three of you have them now, I figured uh, you guys would be good ones to ask. Let me know. Thanks, guys. I don't know about that. Pete, why don't you go first since you've had the CNC the longest? Well, just because it's the longest doesn't mean it's the biggest. It's not the girthiest. It's not long, but it's skinny. <laughs> um, so, Lee, on your CNC, you got a little more maintenance than I would or Dan would on uh, on the Onefinity. <clears throat> the reason oh. is yours is belt-driven. So, calm, calm down. <laughs> uh, your, but yours is belt driven so uh, you want to make sure you go in and tighten those belts uh, or make sure that they're snug because they will stretch with time and what happens with that is you're going to have a little bit of slack or play you'll be able to actually slop. move your gantry slop thank you that's the word belt um, slop yep belt which is slop. also what we ate in prison that's a, you know, the name of my the second dementors. album belt slop but I was dealing yeah, with belt so, slop when I was losing weight belt slop <laughs> Slop, slop. So you want to you want to check those slop, belts. Slop, slop, you want to tighten them. Slop, slop, slop. And check your Stop. bearings because the entire thing runs on bearings. So you want to check your bearings. You could actually order some. Like that's a, that's for anyone with a shape Elko. You could order some spares because bearings will wear out over time. Now the ones that I have, I heard they don't wear out. Bearings? That's, that's not accurate. Really? That's, that's science. That's. <laughs> Well, the Polish ones do. In Poland, we checked them and swapped them out. Uh, On the Onefinity, however, uh, you don't have as much maintenance. However, you do want to make sure you're keeping your rails clean. Um, One thing, I I saw this on a Facebook group. Don't ever grind metal next to your CNC. Someone got a bunch of metal chips all over the rail, and then they were running it back and forth. Shot. The whole thing was shot. Um, (sighs) But... With with something like the one affinity, and honestly, even with um, anywhere you have like a ball and screw thing, which I does the shape poco have it? I think for the shape the z-axis? I think it might have it for the z axis, but maybe put a little bit of like machine oil in there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't rec. I feel like I got made fun of for this at some point, but I use sewing machine oil because I use it on my because it's meant for like small bearings and yep and. Also, because my mom's a seamstress of like 50 years and like she's been doing it her whole life and there's always some in a house. And I use it on all the bearings on the 3D printers, but I also use it on my um, Onefinity. I haven't used it yet, but that's what I'm going to be using. Just give it a little dab, you know, rub the rails real well, uh, make sure you get it all over. But uh, you want to do some, you know, if it doesn't get all over check. the place, it doesn't belong in your face. That's what I always exactly. say. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but another part of maintenance is, you know, flattening your, your wasteboard. Make sure your tramming is correct, uh, especially with the lower machines. Like, um, with, <laughs> come down, Dan. With with a Onefinity or Shape Poco, you have to make sure that your, your gantry and everything, your Z-axis is correct because you can actually have a little bit of play left to right. But also you might have to adjust it front to back. I actually found out on mine when I was flattening my wasteboard that I think my Z-axis is cocked slightly to the back, I guess, because I was getting sti- ever so slight, slight like steps. I could feel them as I was uh, cutting the board back and uh, back and forth. So you want to basically do maintenance like that: oil it, lube it, tighten it up, all that fun stuff. Dan, what do you got? Oil it, lube it, tighten it up. I, those are great words. 
Uh, I agree with everything. I, I mean, you know, it's all facts. I mean, you can't argue with that. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of experience with CNCs. I only know about the Onefinity, and I was just going to say what Pete said. Uh, with the Onefinity, it's a solid rail. It's it's uh, uh, screw and uh, screw ball, and ball screw. driven. No ball screw. Ball screw. Ball screw. Gosh, brain fart. Uh, it's ball screw driven. So you just want to make sure to keep all that stuff clean. And I was going to say machine oil, but I guess sewing machine oil would work too. I wouldn't use avocado oil. It's a machine. Uh, So what? Keep your machine clean. Do that. Uh, Mike? Uh, Things I do for mine. uh, Things I do for mine is I, I check my spindle cooling reservoir every week oh that's a good one uh that's something yep. i always check just to make sure nothing's evaporated out and that it's not disgusting in there uh, and i use distilled water um mine has a reservoir for oil to oil the machine it uses non-detergent oil like motor oil but gear oil and it has a lever i just pull that down every day when i start i give it a full good pump and it lubricates everything itself so obviously i have it easier uh because my machine does that itself um I clean off my machine at the end of every night. I I get up there with my little electric leaf blower. <laughs> I blow the whole thing off. I wipe down all the rails with a, a rag, uh, and I can I can wipe it down because it's self lubricating. So I wipe it down and just get all the crud out of there. And I do that every night. Actually, when we get done with the podcast, I'm going to go run one last job before I edit the podcast and uh, wipe everything down and get it ready for tomorrow because it's going to get filthy tomorrow because I have to cut a big slab of epoxy. So. Um, yeah, just 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 look for things. No, look for things. Keep your eye on things. They're big automatic machines, and you can walk away from them for a little bit, but don't leave them alone too much because if something goes wrong and you're in another room, it could start a fire, and then you lose your livelihood, yep. and then everything's really bad. So, and then the other things, and then what's up, Pete? Oh, no, finish up, and then I just oh, have one little tip. The other thing is, you know, you just. I don't know. Just, just keep make sure you got like your clamps all in the right spot. This isn't really a maintenance thing. It's kind of like a common sense thing. But like for mine, like when I home my machine, my clamps can hang off my T track and they can actually get in the way of the of the gantry rails and it can get bunched up in there. And I've had that happen before. And it just like that those motors don't stop for that for that bolt. I mean they'll just bend that bolt and I have to smash hit the stop button. You know you just got to be careful with. They're automatic machines. You hit go on some of these things and they just do an operation and you have to react really quickly. So just kind of pay attention to that stuff. But but yeah, keep everything lubed up properly. I don't really have a lot of insight on the belts and stuff. Mine does have rack and pinion and belts and stuff. So yeah. um, eventually mine will for sure get loose. But you said it's self-lubricating. So at least that is... Yeah, I don't have to deal with it. Which is nice. But I do have to push you the You just got to swap them in like whatever 100 hours. Yeah, it's... Hundreds of hours. It's... Yeah, it's just... There's always there's always wear and tear you're gonna have to take care of. You, it's not a it doesn't matter what machine you have. There's not a machine. It's not a there's not a machine that you're gonna get where you don't have to do some sort of maintenance on it. And you need to be an operator. You need to be able to operate your machine, and you need to know what you're doing and how you're using it. Um, a lot if of people. If it's got moving parts, you need to maintain it. Yep. A lot of people, you know, get CNCs and they're like, I'm. Just, they just buy files online. They never even make their own files. They just buy files online. Oh God, which yes. thank you for that uh really appreciate you buying those files but you need to learn how to use that machine uh really bad because you could find yourself in a situation that's not easy for you to fix if you don't know what you're doing and then you just have this i think what happens is a lot of people buy these cncs 
they hear that they're fully automatic. You know, they do everything. It does everything. But no, that's not the case. You still have to learn how to use and operate the thing. And I think it becomes daunting for some people because they there's so many people out there saying that the CNC does all the work. CNC does all the work. But that's just not the case. You do have to learn how to use the things if you're going to do anything with them. So, And that includes maintenance. Sorry. Pete, what was your other thing? Your finger up. Oh, my, my only other thing was uh, clean your collets out. For those of you that don't know, inside your router head, where you, when you pull out your the thing that holds the router bit, there's a collet. You can actually unscrew that thing completely and clean that out once in a while. Because I know, especially with uh, with handheld routers, people that run like the Makita or the DeWalt or the, the Carbide yeah. Create has their own, um, they do get gunked up. And if you're cutting through hardy enough wood or hard enough wood, uh, it could actually pull the bit out. I was cutting through rosewood once and it literally, from just the friction alone, it pulled the bit out and it ran it into, uh, rammed it into one of my uh, my threaded inserts. And that's how I lost my first bit. <laughs> yeah. So clean those out. That's it. Good advice. Good also, I have, I have something to add. <gasps> if you have a, if you're running a long file and I posted something like mm-hmm. this on my feed, on my IG feed this week, if we're running a long file, it would serve you probably pretty well to get a dedicated camera to yep. to mount and and keep an eye on your machine. That way, you, maybe you can pull it up on your phone and you know check it from time to time to make sure everything's fine and there's no fires. Yep. I, it, it's it's been a great addition to my shop. I have a few files that I run that take about an hour to run, and I don't want to sit there the whole hour. And sometimes I don't want to stay in the shop and do stuff. So I'll come inside, have a snack, play a little Xbox, keep the video up on my phone, and I can keep an eye on it. Yep. Nice. That's smart. That's I wish all. I could do that. Good call. Uh, the, you should do that, Mike. I'm surprised you don't have like a bunch of wise cams. Oh, internet. I guess I could put them oh, on my right. internet. I think you can do over my network ones, though. There's probably network you can. specific cameras. You can do yeah. network ones, yes. Yeah. Wise cams net, go over the... networks? Well, they work on your network, but they actually go... They go to the, to the cloud, cloud and come back and stuff. The wise do. Mm. I'm the pretty cloud. sure. The cloud. Yeah, they do. Uh, Braden Lord called in a question before. The, well, he put together a question before the holidays and then never sent it in. And we were begging for questions in the pre-show. So he uh, he sent one in for us. He threw us a bone. So thanks, Braden. Here's Braden's question. Gents, Braden Lord here. First off, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and yours. Hope the holiday season is a good one for you guys. First question, just wondering about half-lap joints, if you guys prefer to do them with a miter saw, a router, or a table saw. And number two, just if you had any tips on doing some angled joinery, I'm making a table base uh, that uh, the uprights are at a slight angle to the the base, and just wondering if you had any tips Mm -hmm. joining those together. Again, thanks for all your hard work. Thank you. Pete? Uh, So as far as making a half-lap joints, I'm a big fan of just table saw if i could do that just clean it up on that sometimes i know the angles get a little finicky but uh i'm one of those guys that i made a a table saw sled or like what whatever a table saw sled that i actually just shoot brad nails right into so i'll put up uh if i'm trying to get a funky angle i'll put a waste piece of wood up against it get my angle right and i'll just brad nail that waste piece right into my three-quarter inch plywood sled um, so that way I can get my perfect angle and I can keep repeating it and I just pull them out afterwards. So that's, that's my preferred way. Uh, as far as, so tips, for, tips for angle joinery, um, make a jig, 
in any way you can. I've made them for when I was making like headphone stands for a little bit. I had I had to make like a ten degree jig for just for running my chisel to try to get the hole cleaned out, and um, it could save you a ton of time. So anytime you can make a jig for cleaning up your edges, even if you can't get the hole perfect, like you just drill out a bunch of holes if you don't have a mortiser or something, or even with a mortiser, it might be tough. Drill out as much as you can and then make a jig that's that angle so that you can run the, the bottom face of the chisel up against it and clear out that opening nice and flat at the perfect angle. That it's always helped me. Mike? Uh, I like doing half laps on the table saw as well with the dado stack. Um, another way I like to do them is on the CNC, but not everyone has that access. <laughs> but um, CNC is nice and perfect. But, um, Remember when you did a miter on the CNC and you got a lot of hate? I love that. Okay. That miter that was, was a good one. That was so <laughs> tight. That, that was, was awesome. such a tight yeah. miter. God, that was so tight. Anyway, um, this is a very sexual show. I is don't it know just what you're we had a lot uh, of innuendos. Innuendos. Um, the <laughs> the uh, the uh, yeah, but table saw for me, and yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm assuming he means that the legs are splayed out. And he's trying to find that. It doesn't. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I'm going to give you a little exactly secret. What he's saying. I'm going to give you a little secret here, Braden. You don't need to match any angle. It can be whatever angle you want it to be, as long as it's the same on both sides. Like you can say, "Oh, I want it to be a 10 degree yeah. angle," but if it's a nine or 11, it doesn't matter as long as you match all your angles at the joint. Um, I'm not real sure I understand your question, but I would set up some sort of jigs. I would use an angle gauge, one of those manual ones. You don't need any sort of just one of the manual ones where you find the gauge and you just draw that out and use it as your reference for the whole thing. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. Or I would just set my table saw or miter saw to whatever angle you're looking for and just run with that. It's going to work. Set it and forget fine. it. Set it and forget it. Yeah. Ron Popeil. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't understand exactly what he's getting at either. So I'm going to parrot everything Mike said about the, uh, the angled joinery. What about doing half laps? Half laps, table saw, 100%. Uh, that's 100% the I'm best I'm surprised way. we're all on the same page with that one. I mean, what other, I mean, there, Hands there are a hundred ways to skin a cat. There are a hundred <laughs> ways to skin a cat, as they say, not my cat, but, uh, Table saw seems like the easiest and best way to do it. It's just the fastest. I mean, you can creep up on on your your fit. It's creep. just the best way to do it. Got the creep. best way. I I will share a tip that uh-huh. not a lot of people oh. know about, which is um, on most miter saws, you can actually set a depth of cut. There should be an adjuster either on the right or left side behind the blade. That will set a stop block. You might have to flip it out or whatever, depending on the saw blade. I have the uh, the Dewalt one, and there's actually like a little. My old Dewalt like, saw didn't have that, and that's one well, of the reasons why I got rid of it. Mine does, and um, and mine you can actually didn't. set it to a certain height. And uh, I've been talking with him a lot the last couple of days. Jeff from Two Moose, uh, he made me realize that my saw had it. This was like two years ago. I think he was still in his like basement shop. Um, and you can set it to a certain height and you could, you know, tilt your miter table to the right angle that you want and just make your cut. Cause they were making, uh, tables or little stands that were an X, uh, at a certain angle. And it was just, and it's, the, that's the same thing. Like they, they weren't so concerned with the angle as, as much as the fact that it was consistent. So they would cut the one side and keep it at that angle and cut the other side. So they weren't doing a full cut through and it would just kind of like run through. They get their edges and then just fill the center and just 
I think that's the secret to most good woodworking is being consistent instead of being super accurate. If you're going to do, not gonna check the if angle. you're going to do, if you're going to do one thing, set your equipment to stay there, and then do all the parts that are going to use that measurement or that yeah. angle, yeah. and keep everything <sighs> consistent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. 100%. Uh, we Make do a have, jig. We do have some questions written in yeah. from Sam Zook. I'll just read them real quick, Dan, because we're. Oh we'll yeah, go, I don't let's, have to pull them. Let's, let's round. Well, let's round Robin. We'll go through his questions real quick. So I'm gonna. He's got three of them. We'll start from one, and we'll all answer. Oh, he's yeah. so, Whoa, I thought it was what's, just one. Uh, what's the biggest job you have ever had to decline or walk away from, and why, Dan? I have declined probably about a dozen. Of those hidden door bookshelf things because of that video that went viral. I've declined them because I'm getting emails and calls from people all over the country. I am not building that bookcase and shipping it across the country and hoping it fits. I had enough trouble making sure that thing fit properly when the guy was local to me. I am not, I'm not, I'm not making it and hoping it fits. I'm just not doing it. So I've had to walk away from several of those. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I had a, a talk with another woodworker locally here about about that and how maybe we could attack that in the future and maybe not turn away business. But that's another story for another time. Uh, was there a second part to that question? There's more. I'll keep we going. We're going to round robin this part. and we'll go. Oh, that's go ahead, Petey. Uh, cabinetry, like kitchen cabinets. I have turned away at this point, at least half a dozen jobs, if not more. I'm just not set up for it. I've made cabinets in the past. It's fine. There's a lot of money in it. I'm not set up for it. So I keep turning it away. Mike? Uh, A few years ago when I was first getting going, I had an interior designer reach out to me about an armoire, and I was intimidated by the project. I wasn't sure about how to do any of it. I, there was a lot of things that I was, I had a lot of fears and concerns about, and that was just an issue with myself, not the customer. Um, so I, I walked from the job. I told her I can't do this job. And to this day, I regret it because I know for a fact that that interior designer is a, uh, very successful interior designer in the area. And I know I'll never get work from her ever again. So it super sucks. Why don't you hit her up? Because she knows who I am. And I, I walked away from the job. I just I don't think it'll go. Yeah, but the relationship's dead. You weren't set up for it, and now you're you're confident. You got the setup. Yeah. Like, hey, you approached me a year ago or two years ago. I can do that stuff now. Boom. Yeah, maybe we'll see what happens. That's fine, Mike. We'll work on your confidence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This together. Uh, That's next week here on AWP. Tune in next time. Is there some technique or design in the woodworking space that you hate and refuse to do? For example, marquetry, veneering, etc. Dan, uh, I don't think I don't think there's anything that I hate or re- will refuse to do. I'm kind of a bit of a whore when it comes to doing stuff. I mean, like I said before, I'm not going to build a giant door and send it across the country. But like, if if anything's local, I mean, I'll take on anything. I I don't say no to a lot of stuff that's local. Pete? Uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Dovetails, they're gorgeous. They're awesome. But, like, I don't got time for that crap. Dovetails are just, there's so much work. Granted, I will be doing dovetails. I've done them in the past. (laughs) 
Yeah, I am a coward. I just, I'm afraid of a good time. I will not do, like, I just don't want to do dovetails. I think there are a lot of work and like, I'll get a couple perfect and then one will just look like caca and, you know, the customer might not notice, but I notice, I notice. And I, that's, They're strong, uh, but I don't know if they're significantly I'll, stronger than joints. a box joint. Just a strong, yeah. Like, I'm not saying they're overrated. They're gorgeous, but they're just, in many cases, they're not worth the work. That's just my opinion on it. Please send send your hate mail to Daniel Dunlap at DanielDunlapPhotography.com. Mike? Uh, my opinions on things have changed as I've become a more, as I've become a business. So, um, I will be very straight up. I, I really don't like, I don't hate anything. I really hate like farmhouse stuff. <laughs> I really hate it. Like, I think it looks so stupid and it looks like, like, oh, I want to go farmhouse. I won't go into it, but I think it, it looks really, really bad. It looks poorly made. It's like the goal is to make something that looks poorly made. <laughs> and with farmhouse, it's like, let's make this thing, but I don't want it to look rustic. Good. Let's go farmhouse. <laughs> like, it's like the goal is to. Yeah. So that's my personal opinion on it. I really don't like this stuff. Um, but I won't not make it. I'll make something farmhousey for someone. I mean, I can take my chains out and beat the wood to crap and make it look terrible and then throw some espresso stain on it. That's fine if you want that. Um, I can go find some beams behind a, a Kmart and make you a table. Sure. You, just, you can just hook it to your tractor and pull it around your yeah, property. I'll just drag it around my property and beat the crap out of it. You know, I'll go, I'll go find some pallets and tear it apart and make a, make you a crappy armoire or something. Um, and then like big epoxy pores. Like a demographic right now. Big, big epoxy pour. They're so ugly. All the furniture looks bad. Like it looks poorly know, made. It's... it's like you can see bent nails hanging out of it and stuff. Like like the guy were hammering the joints together and then they missed and the nails bent down. They're like, it's we're like just going to leave it. It's not so necessary it's type like... of thing. Yeah. Uh, it looks so. It's it the way so I built dumb. my tree fort when I was 11. Yeah. It looks like the Homer Simpson <laughs> built it. Um, so anyway, I don't like that stuff, but if someone wants something nice farmhouse, you know, hit me up. No, but I like big epoxy pours and stuff. Uh, I really don't like them. Uh, but as a <laughs> guy, who, them. but as a guy who owns a business and as a guy who works or has, as you know, Sean works in my shop, he really wants to do some river tables. So I typically have priced them so high no one would ever possibly accept my price but now i'm going to try to grab them because sean wants to deal with it so if sean wants to deal with it and coffee custom builds can make revenue off that and i can keep sean busy then i'm going to do it so uh that's you know right there's different things i have to think about now there's other mm -hmm. responsibilities i have other than my personal wants and desires so uh that's that and then um on the other side of that is there something new that you want to try to do in 2022? A new technique or skill you want to develop? Dan. Um I haven't really thought about it. We've been over this. I don't I don't make goals. So I don't I don't know if there's anything new that I want to try. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> Mike just did a spit take. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything new I want to try. I mean I'm not what you call motivated. <laughs> <laughs> See that's that's why I brought that up because I know no, Mike I know. thinks it was funny. Um, I don't, I don't look. God, there's you want to no maintain, but at a more profitable level. Yeah, yeah. I just I just want to take it. what whatever comes at me and and 
go from there. I don't like look in the future and be like, ah, I want to strive for that. No, I, I, I'm very comfortable with where I'm at. So I just, yeah, whatever. Instead of me passing it to Pete, I want to hear about Mike. Well, no, it's Pete's turn. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll be quick. But Mike's cleaning a camera because he spit on it. Again. <laughs> uh, for me, it's actually. I almost pulled the it, audio it, this week, but I didn't have time. I was trying to find it. I was trying to find the audio of Dan saying, "I don't, I don't really have goals." <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it now. Uh, no, that came out all wrong, right? I, no, I, I don't know how to express, express like. I don't know how to express uh, words. Yeah. Words are hard. I get yeah, it. I, I do a podcast. Have I told you guys? Really good podcast and you, go you know, it's talking and anyway, Pete, Mike, somebody go. Pete, uh, I'll go. I'll crazy. go real quick. Um, I really would actually very much like to try veneering, and the the reason I want to try veneering, it's not to cover ugly wood with with pretty wood. It's a technique that I learned from uh my good buddy Glenn Guarino, who he'll take he'll make a tabletop out of walnut or something whatever something gorgeous but then he'll veneer the walnut with walnut that is perfectly book matched and the most stunning piece of veneer ever to make to make a pattern and i was like well i've never thought to veneer walnut on walnut that just wouldn't like i would never even think to do that i, would I mean just if find... you sand through it well yeah but i mean it's you don't go how thin of a veneer thing. are we talking here um uh, you know, I don't know, eighth inch or something. Oh, like you just don't, you can't go too crazy, but maybe a little. Well, it doesn't matter. It the fact that like I would never think to veneer maple with maple, veneer walnut with walnut, like the same wood, but just because you want like because he's he's a um, I mean he he's not even a furniture maker at this point. He's he's an artist. He's been in museums multiple times and had his work showcase. It's in it's been in woodworking magazine multiple times. Like he's beyond the make the furniture. He's at the make it art level. And I just it looks gorgeous. Like you walk into his house and the, the most beautiful furniture pieces are just in his house. And I would love to try that technique on something. And I'm really excited because like we're finally starting to like plan out some furniture pieces for the house. Special release and walnut veneer track saw track holders. Boom. There you go. Guy gets it. Can this you get plastic? He's a business owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm probably. You can yeah. if you try it. Actually, there is wooden wooden PLA, wooden plastic, wood infused plastic. You can just put sawdust in a mixture or whatever. What? And you can stain it and everything. What? It's a thing. That's wild. Yeah. I got to get some of it. I'll, I'll I now it. have a new answer but, to some things I hate. Can we go back? <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I 100% agree. That's one of the reasons I've never printed it because I'm like, it's going to look like MDF. Why would I print it? I don't want to print MDF. I hate cutting it. <laughs> I got a new MDF but printer. But no, I would love to try the veneering because I'm really stoked to like right, use I it. I take it back. I do house. hate MDF. I forgot about MDF. <laughs> it is, but it's so good for your lungs though. Mike, what do you think? Uh, I really want to get into doors. I was saying this last year. I really want to do doors. I think there's really, I mean, I don't think. I know Dork. there's really good money in custom door work. I really want to chase more there of that. There is. I just really want to get that work. So uh, yeah. that's something I'm chasing this year. Um, that's pretty much all I can think of right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just really want to develop that skill and the knowledge because you got to know different lock sets and all these different – you have to have different uh, <clears throat> tooling for these things. And I can do a lot of it on my CNC, but there's different tools just for like drilling out all – anyway, it's something I really want to – 
get into and learn and and uh, movement wood movement is a big part of those about about doors you really need to factor it in and how you're going to build it and grain and every, all these different you know there's like a handful of species you, you should be using for exterior and stuff like that so um, custom doors would be fun I think they you know it's just a table that's <laughs> vertical instead of horizontal <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah anyway what's up Dan oh nothing you just got me all worried and no stop stop about what <laughs> About my the door, door my door is going to explode. Oh, oh my it's God. Wide oak. Wide oak door. Great. And you said it was all quarter sawn, right? It is all quarter sawn. Yeah. yeah, you're going to be just fine. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to be starting a fight here, but is it is the door flat now? Is it good? I hope it's flat. I had okay. it reflattened. I haven't checked it since. I'm scared to. Cool. Continue. We believe in you. <laughs> uh, no, that's it for me. That's it for the questions. Let's get out of here. I got to go run a job and. Yep. Uh, Sam Zook, for last minute yeah. writing questions, those were really good. Really good questions, Sam. Or as yeah. he calls himself in his email. They were okay. Samuel Good Zook. job, Sam. No, thanks, Sam. That was really cool. Sam Samuel Sook. Uh, and it, I mean, like, if anyone has, I know we, we took a bunch of written in questions and we never got to them. We should do an episode where we just, like, call Is back to all the questions people we wrote in. all those written That probably sounds questions. terrible. No, we did not. For there sure. A, there I don't know a, where we're There was a bunch of terrible questions, though. They were like... What's your favorite wood? I want to know what your favorite wood is. <laughs> it was so many redundant. No, but uh, if listen, if somebody wants to write in a question or two, like these quick one twos, uh, yeah, write ins are great. Uh, we will make fun of you, but please do it. No, we won't make fun of you, and I don't have to edit anything afterwards. <laughs> you can save just read it in Mike's velvety voice. Yeah. Hey guys, good questions, everyone. This is Sam's coming at you into your ear, hey, ear holes. This is ear holes. Sam's. No, there are holes in your yep. ears. All yeah. Right. Let's get out of here. Uh, big thanks to the patrons. You guys are great. Thanks to everyone who. Uh... Hey, listen, I've got some exciting news though. Actually, Pete is going to start sending the video of the podcast to Dan via the cloud, and Dan's going to start making TikTok videos out of it. I think this is going to be the thing that revolutionizes, revolutionizes yep. our show. I, I think this is going to be it. So now we're committed to this. Okay. That was my yeah. plan. Oh, I also you wanted to say, I meant to say this in the front of the show. I am proud of Dan for committing himself to eating healthier and sticking to it this week. That's what I didn't want to talk oh, about yeah. that out loud. Well, I'm, oh, no, Dan, I'll delete Dan, it out. I'll delete it out. No, we, I hate Dan. We all talked about failure. Mike's it's been, by up. the way, Mike is so <laughs> skinny. You wouldn't believe it. Like the, there was, it was pretty windy. I, the wind almost took him each time. I pulled a lot of uh, motivation and inspiration from Mike. And also the, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, intervention the verbal you abuse? guys has. The verbal abuse. Okay, Emotional yeah. damage. Damage. <laughs> <laughs> that you guys gave me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I took it all to heart. And well, I care about you. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I've been eating healthier too. I just, I've, I still have been drinking beer. So I've, oh, bad. I had Corona Premier. Oh. It's basically water. So. It's water. That's carbonated. It's seltzer. But basically. Dan, I'm proud of you, man. Let's let's all get skinny and sexy. I'm not gonna get let's skinny. Go. I just want to be less fat. That's definition of skinny. I always tell, <laughs> I always tell myself that the way I feel feels better than that piece of food tastes. And it's a hard thing to... Uh, I don't know about that. Have you ever had... I don't know. Yeah, I've had oh, it yeah, all. Pizza, Dan, do you remember? Do you say Casey's? <laughs> you ever had like a... You ever no, had Yaya's pizza... Pizza-flavored pizza combos? Nebraska. They didn't take me to Yaya's. Dude, you those are so Gas good. Station so John's good. or whatever. Casey's Diarrhea Pizza. Casey's. No, that that is... 
That is literally a Midwest delicacy. You stop it. pizza. Literally cafeteria pizza. That is amazing pizza. Is it Tell like CeCe's good, pizza? How good was the pizza we had when we had the makeup? Pizza, the maker meetup. The pizza plus was fantastic, It wasn't as good as Casey's. It You're wasn't high. as good as Casey's. You're out of your mind. As a New Jersey maker, Look, I, I, I want, I want the all pizza my, I had up Mike's I need, was pretty good. I need good. all my Midwesterners to check in and tell Mike exactly how good Casey's is. Yeah. Tell Send me, us an email at another one yeah. podcast. Tell me exactly how much you like how much you like Casey's so I can know that you have horrible taste in food. And I'll make Dan, you a new your farm top table, three food places. Farmhouse style table. <laughs> your top three food places are Casey's Pizza, Taco John's, which and the sardine water. Plenty. <laughs> no, no, no. What did you have that and one time when you slammed it and you like immediately threw up? It sausage was like, water. yeah, no, it was like you slammed like pickled pickled sausage water. <laughs> I got one. Yeah. I can go get one. No, no, please don't. Last time you got a little sick. They're low carb. Low carb. Are they though? Yeah, because of all the di- the diarrhea. <laughs> had the diarrhea since these- Okay, let's get out of here. It's an hour twenty. All right. Thanks to the patrons, Dan. Good job on your because it comes your, out really your, quickly. Changing your good job on changing your health stuff, man. Uh, I'm like a weekend. You'll, you're gonna stick it out. You're gonna stick it out. You're going. To. Check us all out on Twitter. And, and Pinterest and Twitter, LinkedIn. Pinterest, LinkedIn, Etsy, Instagram, Only YouTube, fans. OnlyFans, as seen on TV. Space Thank you so much, guys. Have a great week. Keep sharing the show. Bye-bye Bye-bye. Now. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Love you a long bye-bye. time. Bye.